Talk Radio. Exclusive from ZambianTunes.com. Mm-hmm. 
forward. Good afternoon, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to Zanus Radio Show. It airs every Sunday at 2 p.m. Eastern Time. This is your host, Noah Lobo, broadcasting live from the great state of Indiana, Indianapolis. And the time right now is just four minutes after four p. Uh, four minutes after 2 p.m. My co-host for this afternoon is going to be our very own indie secretary, the lovely, the beautiful, the elegant Nancy Lele Imasiko. She'll be jumping in here back and forth just to help with the show. So without further ado, let me go ahead and say hi to my co-host. Welcome our Zen secretary. Oh, um, thank you so much, President Noah, for inviting me to be your co-host today. I'm excited as we discuss this uh, very important topic of leadership. Back to you, sir. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, so I see we are joined by the president of the great, huge state. This is Dallas, Texas. This is President Fred Kazembe. Welcome, sir, to our program. Thank you. Uh, thanks for having me. Good, good. And also I see we have our Zanus Treasurer. This is the former Association President of Dallas, Texas. This is Madam Joyce Chiwe. Welcome, Madam, to the show. Thank you, President Noah. Thank you, listeners. Good day, everyone. Good, good. Yeah, today we'll be discussing leadership because we know most of us are always quick to identify who is a bad leader. Uh, when we look around our circles, we are always confronted with, oh, this person is not a good leader. This person is a bad leader. So the question becomes, how do we tell who is a good leader? What are the traits? Uh, should there be traits? Uh, should there be good characteristics or should a leader possess special skills or unique skills? So as we discussed in the program, you'll be able to find out more and to learn a little bit more what makes a good leader and in this case a creative leadership style and just in general what a leader should do. Again, ladies and gentlemen, this is Anos Radio Show. It comes every Sunday at 2 p.m. Eastern Time. The purpose for our show is to inform, to educate, and to equip our listeners with some added information that will help them make uh, responsible decisions. So Zanus is a platform for the association leadership, and the leader's goal is just to keep our communities informed, keep our uh, communities educated on some various topics. So for, for this afternoon, we'll be looking at leadership. So without further ado, uh, we are all confronted or we are all faced from time to time with the question of what makes a good leader. When we look at our situation back home in Zambia, every time when there's an election, people always say, we are voting for this person or we are not voting for this person and things like that. So what do people look at when they are uh, faced with a choice to make, whether to vote for person A or to vote for person B? So again, we'll be, we are actually in a similar situation here in November. Zambia, the elections are mm -hmm. going to be held uh, sometime next year. 
I'm not really sure the month, maybe it's August, October, I could be wrong. But for the U.S. here where we reside, the elections are coming up in November or the 3rd. And I'm aware in some uh, uh, locations, uh, people are able to vote using the mail, with the mail uh, ballot. So I wish we had a similar situation back home in Zambia, but again, that's a topic for another day. So for this afternoon, we'll be talking about uh, leadership. So without further ado, what makes a good leader? So my, Madam Secretary, can you share with us a little bit uh, what you think a good leader is, or give a little bit of background to what a leader should do? All right. Uh, thank you so much, uh, President Nora. So I'll start by actually uh, defining um, what leadership is. I think um, leadership is basically the action of leading a group of people or an organization, or as you've said, a country, a nation, as we are also uh, going towards the elections, especially in Zambia and here in the United States. I think a leader should have a vision, having a clear idea of where they are headed, how to get there and have a picture of what success looks like. Um, going back to characteristics of uh, effective leadership, uh, as I was doing research on this topic, integrity came out number one. So a person should be a person of integrity. They should be depend dependable. They should have a drive. They should also have uh, excellent communication skills. As I'm talking about communication skills, maybe uh, listening, a good leader should be able to listen to his followers because if you don't listen, you're not going to be effective. We should also look at the verbal and nonverbal communication, especially when you're in a meeting. What are the nonverbal communication you're observing from, your, from the people that you're leading? And also a leader should be able to have the ability to influence others. They should also be able to lead by example and be able to make critical making decision processes. And they should also be able to recognize talent among the people that they are leading and also be able to empower others and lastly being able to motivate and inspire others. So basically you should be able to know that among the people that you are leading, they should be their leaders that haven't stepped out to the plate. So as a leader, you should be able to step up and see and recognize talent and be able to empower them. Thank you so much, Mr. President. Over to you. All right, thank you, thank you. Yeah, so as you just said, uh, leadership is not only about position, it's about influencing others. So uh, before I have the uh, Dallas president jump in, I just want to point out, because I think sometimes when we talk about leadership, we get uh, mixed up with what a leader is. But I think like before we get uh, in detail what a leader is, we have to look at what a leader is not. So leadership is not about power. Of course, leadership comes with power, but it does not necessarily mean that uh, a person who has power is a leader. Because there are some people that I personally characterize or call misleaders. Because if you can have people who can lead, you can also have people who can mislead. So understanding exactly what uh, leadership is about, it differentiates you from others. So we have to know that leadership is not about power. Leadership is not about telling and controlling. 
Because I think for some people feel like you always have to delegate, tell people, hey, this is what you do, telling people what to do and having total control, that's not leadership. And leadership is not about doing everything yourself. Of course, you have to have people to help uh, getting them involved and training them to handle certain tasks. But a leader should not be uh, somebody who is just doing everything independently. Leadership is not about doing all the communicating, the communication, because we have to communicate with people, but I think you have to have others chip in. So it's not about just doing everything. It's a one-man one man show. Leadership is not always feeling confident, because sometimes you have to be in a position to uh, I think like in most cases, what I've noticed about leadership, uh, you can be confidently wrong, just as you may be confidently, I mean, doing something right. But of course, there is that element of you could be overconfidently doing something wrong. So leadership is not about having all the answers. So I know sometimes people, when we ask them, hey, there's this thing going on. What do you think about this thing? They will say, no, I don't have all the answers. So this uh, this just goes to show that there are certain things that a leader should have, but I just wanted to point out uh, what a leader is not. Of course, uh, leadership is not about demeaning others because, of course, uh, I think uh, we live in a climate where I think such sentiments may be prevalent in a in a in a given uh, situation of course like demeaning others others feeling not being worth so leadership is not about demeaning others and leadership is certainly not taking all the credit because when you're putting up something you it always has to do with team effort so i just wanted to point out what leadership is not so uh, president fred I know you are. Uh, uh, I've heard a lot of positive things about you in the great state of uh, Dallas, where you are. There, uh, can you just speak a little bit about what you understand leadership means, especially in the role that you are as the association president in, Del- in Dallas? What is leadership to you? Um, yeah. Uh, thanks. Uh, thanks for that. Um, I think, you know, to start off with, you know, basically what, you know, both uh, both yourselves have described leadership is is exactly what what I believe is uh, it is in terms of uh, being in a position where you're not the only person making decisions or uh, more of being a uh, looking at it more like a, it's a it, you have the authority alone to decide where things go. I think when you are in a position of leadership, you you need to have the quality to understand and listen to other people. And it's important to also um, receive and respect any level of criticism. Uh, Sometimes I think, um, sometimes when you're in leadership, we we are so bombarded by all the things that we need to do, all the goals we have to achieve, and all the plans that we had set aside or set ahead uh, when we took on those responsibility or that, that responsibility of leading a community or an organization uh, to a point that we forget to focus on the people next to us who sometimes help us channel and uh, redirect us 
to, to get to that goal that we've set uh, because there are other things that come in, in between or while you're trying to get to that goal. So I think in a simple way, it's, it's, you know, I think leadership stems more from social influence um, and also organizational influence, the people you surround yourself with, uh, the, the people that uh, are, are on your team, uh, how eager they are to achieve the goal that you've set uh, ahead and, uh, and how much uh, opportunity as well you give that to them uh, in order for them to be open to you and help you direct, um, you know, the, 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 the goal that you have in order for you to, to achieve it. Uh, but again, uh, I think it's important to always uh, be open-minded. Uh, I think that's the most important thing about leadership. Be open-minded. Learn to reach out to the community. Learn to reach out to the people in the organization and really uh, be open-minded to, to, to receive any level of influence uh, that can get you to reach uh, the, the goal that you have ahead. Oh, great, great. Yeah. So a leadership, just like for us in Zanus, we, uh, Zanus consists of different presidents from different jurisdictions, or you may want to say different states. So what we are uh, striving at or pushing for in Zanus is for us to leverage our numbers to bring more people onto the table so that at least we'll be able to have more ideas when it comes to uh, making decisions. So to President Fred's point, of course, leadership is not about one person making all the decisions. So before we go any further, let's have uh, our Zanus treasurer, uh, the former president for Dallas, Texas, uh, President uh, Joyce Chiwe. What, what would you say leadership is in your own, in your own way? Thank you, Mr. Chair. Um, leadership uh, consists of everything that everyone else has said, uh, including the the definition that you know leadership means. Um, what I can just add to everyone's contribution um, sometimes you cannot find all the 10 or 11 characteristics of a leader in that particular person. But the most important thing that a leader should have is to inspire others. And then others will follow and you'll be able to identify the different compartments or puzzles which makes you as a team so you cannot be by yourself. And in that moment, you have to be, like President uh, Kazembe said, open-minded. Because if you are closed-minded, you cannot see the talents of others to make you a good leader. So you need to think outside the box, but it can only take a good leader to identify that. Thank you. Thank you, thank you, President Joyce. Yes, leadership is something that I think it takes somebody to be, in other words, you have to have the ability to see the unseen. And also as a leader, you have to be able to know what you don't know because you have to be able to 
ask for advice. You have to be able to reach out to other people so that at least you can learn something. So we are also joined here by uh, our Zen. Uh, Zen is the association uh, structure here in Indiana. So we have also one of our executive members. So I would just want to ask him uh, basically what his, what his take is. So, Mr. Ndebele, could you give us a little bit uh, from your perspective, what do you think leadership is? Hi, uh, thank you. Thank you, Mr. President, for, for bringing me in. So, my take when it comes to leadership is all about influence. I guess that's the, the bigger piece of it what kind of influence do you have to the objective or to the bigger, to the goal that you're trying to attain, you're trying to work towards a goal. So, and, and that now brings down to the next level with what you have been talking about is, you know, there has to be good communication. There has to be, you should be able to relate to the people that you're trying to influence. You have to be, uh, accommodative, you know, uh, and also the other uh, big aspect of it is how much are you encouraging or, or building your team, you know, and, and the other part of it that also that no, normally people leave out is um, a good leader when he's left the position, they should be able to see how much influence they've put in people so that that objective or the goal carries on after they've gone. So a good leader, if he's not at work, there shouldn't be any chaos. A bad leader always going to have to be at work for things to move because he micromanages people, he does this and that. But if you're a good leader, you need to create a system that can sustain itself to run when you to run to run well is you're gone. That's kind of my view of a, a leader, a good leader, a leader, or maybe a good leader or leader. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. Yeah. So th- thank you, Mr. Ndevele, for chipping in. So uh, as we are building up on this discussion, we uh, will be sharing from the perspective of now that we have cleared the the definition, because we just don't want to be uh, um, repeating. Uh, in a textbook definition, now we have to sort of inculcate what leadership is in terms of our respective roles in our associations. Because I think one thing um, that I have seen not play out well in most cases is that some people, when you ask them something, will give you sort of just like a, a clear textbook definition of something, but without mm-hmm. applying it in real life. So when we talk about leadership, we, for instance, everyone is a leader. In this case, when you have a family, you are leading your family. When you are in a position, for instance, like a part of the association, you are in a position, of course, to lead. So there is a big difference between leadership and management. So I've heard some smart people put it in simple terms that a leader is one who pulls people and then a manager is one who pushes. 
So, for instance, when you are up uh, here in Indiana, uh, when, uh, the train uh, example may not be the best example, but you can p picture a bus in Zambia. A uh, conductor shouts to the people, like, hey, let's go, let's go. Uh, actually, they don't say let's go. They say, Muenda, if, if you, are, you grew up in Osaka, because I mean, Yanja is a predominant the, 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 the language there. On, on the copper belt, they may use Bemba, but I think in Osaka, they will say, ah, oh, Muenda, my sister. So basically, they ask you to make the decision. So you can look at the conductor being in a leadership role in the sense that he is asking you and you have to decide. Whereas when you have a manager, a manager is a, somebody who, if you grew up in the rural areas where you would rear some cattle and goats and all that stuff. So those animals that you are looking after, they can only go so much as you direct them. So you always have to say, hey, hey, like I think in, in the villages, those people will say, sweet, 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 sweet. <laughs> Something like uh, trying to direct those cows not to go to this direction and things like that. So mm -hmm. that's in general what a manager does. A manager can only push people in a certain direction, but whereas a leader is the one who pushes people. So when we look at our respective roles as association presidents, how are we uh, leading our associations? Are we in that space of uh, pushing people or we are pulling people. So in this case, when you look at, now we'll go back to the association president for Dallas, Texas. So in terms of the association, now we are sort of unpacking the conversation. In terms of your local association there, President Fred, how would you say leadership and the association and yourself plays in in terms of motivating the people? Uh, sure. Uh, thanks for that question. I, I, it's a very interesting um, analogy you gave there. You know, with the uh, the push and uh, uh, and pull. Uh, I think it's a bit of a. I think it's a it's a bit of a both uh, situation. You know, sometimes you have to um, you have to you, you have to push for things to happen, and then sometimes you have to pull people. Uh, and, I, and in my definition, I would say you have to hold people's hands and cross with them so that, you know, they're comfortable at that point to then, you know, walk by themselves. So it's not necessarily pushing them. It's more of let's walk together to get across to the other side so that you can see um, the light that, you know, that I already can see. Um, so as far as our association, you know, we, we, we strive on working on um, the ideas on how to better our association as well as our community. Uh, and, and, and the whole emphasis is on, you know, let's discuss the, the ideas that we have. So if we have a program, say, for example, um, right now we're looking at uh, trying to understand how we can help our community um, uh, focus on registering for the upcoming elections. So I pose that question to the community, to, the, to our association to understand, hey, guys, how can we identify the best process, the best steps in order for us to communicate to mm -hmm. our community mm -hmm. on, um, on how, you know, they can be part of this important year's elections in, you know, in, in, in the United States. So we need to understand, obviously, you know, who can vote, uh, when the early voting is, and all those type of things. Uh, and the process, basically, for myself and our association internally, uh, it's, it's to now ask 
people to think about this and then share those ideas on how we can do it. Uh, but at the same time, I do understand that, you know, at some point, some people even within my association may not fully know or understand, but it will help uh, themselves to learn from the people that already know. So it's a bit of a both, you know, push and, and pull. But like I mentioned, I think it's more of a, not a pull, but more of a, let's walk together, let's cross the bridge together so you can see the light that perhaps I've or I'm already seeing, um, you know, which is, it's a bit of a, a, a combination of that sort, if that makes sense. Thank you. Yeah, thank, thank you, sir. Thank you, sir. I see we are joined by the uh, association president for uh, California. This is Mr. Mwengu Siwiti. Mr. Siwiti, welcome, sir. Hello. How are you? Oh, we're doing good. We're happy that you you are on the program. So we are discussing leadership. So I just wanted to get from your from your perspective, how would you define uh, leadership in terms of your role as the association president there? Well, you know, uh, leadership is 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 really a, a challenging thing because of. Uh, the confusion that we bring in with the with the with the with the traditions and the and the and the experiences of having been maybe managers, um, you know, man, managing and the lead, leading is, is they are they are quite different because a leader is really about influence. You see, every organization comes up with the goals that they want to accomplish. And so the job of a leader is to influence his members or his team to make sure that they align with the, with the, with the organization goals. So, you know, and, and in order for you to do that, you, you first of all, as a leader, you need to show a lot of elements of, uh, you know, accountability. You know, if you want to be a good leader, you, you need to, you know, people need to believe that you're an accountable person and that you also have integrity. You know, not only integrity, but you are also a humble person. And, 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 and that you also, you also have empathy. So, so there are two things. So, if you want to lead, you you need to lead uh, as as a leader. You need to learn how do I influence the the efforts of other people in the team so that they can use those efforts to accomplish the organization goals. And and for me to to do that, for people to believe in me, they're gonna have to see that in me there is accountability. There is empathy, there is humility. And sometimes when we go into this field, we do not even have empathy, we do not even have integrity, and we do not even have accountability. And so we find forces fighting each other there. People, all they want to do is when they see that in a leader, and if a leader wants to exercise that type of influence, the social influence, there should be no problems with regards to really doing things together as a team. That's what I believe in, and that's what we try to practice here in, in California. 
uh, you know, we, we try to make sure that, uh, you know, we, we are truthful in what we are doing, you know, among us members. And, uh, and uh, you know, so far we've had issues, but uh, we, we seem to be, you know, growing and, uh, and working on, on, you know, issues and making them better. Uh, Mr. President, okay. if you don't mind, I just wanted to add on, on what uh, President Lu- uh, Luigi said. Yes. Yeah, and I, I, I totally agree with um, uh, the President's take. Um, in addition to that, I think it's also important to know that uh, you can be in leadership um, and, and, or, or, or management if we want to look at both perspectives. You can be in both roles and still have uh, people not fully uh, in agreement with you on a certain subject or a certain agenda that maybe you strongly believe in. Um, what's important is you to uh, be able to communicate effectively and align the message in an effective form for the people to buy into that idea. Uh, to the president's point, in order for you to have that social influence, you also need to be able to be a good communicator and, 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 and have that respect um, you know, for your fellow members that you are leading to the point that they understand that they are, they play a vital role in whichever direction that you are trying to take uh, the group of people that you are leading. So I, I just wanted to throw that in there that sometimes it's okay for you to be not on the same page with your team, but at the end of the day, if it's in, it's if the idea is for a good purpose, then you need to be able to identify how you can effectively communicate that idea to your members. So then your members can then be on board with that idea once you effectively communicate that. Thank you. Um, Mr. Chair, if I can also chip in. Yes, go go ahead. Um, I do have a comment as well. You know, um, I, I feel that a leader is born. A manager is created. Amen. What am I saying? Because when you're a leader, you can't learn, you know, the accountability, like accounts and all that. Empathy and humility, it's something that is, you are born with. So you cannot pretend. Integrity, you learn as you grow. You are not born with that integrity. Communication, empathy, and humility, those are the things that any leader is born with. That's why it's important as a community, as a country, as any grouping of people to identify such people. These other things like, you know, the um, vision, it's collective, you know. This one brings a, a, an opinion, you put it together, and as a leader you are able to put it together and agree. But a leader must be born and not created. Thank you. 
All right, thank you. Yeah, you're listening to Zanus Radio Show. It comes every Sunday at 2 p.m. Eastern Time. Today's discussion topic is leadership. We are having a conversation with the association leadership, and anyone who has a question uh, will be opening up the lines in a few minutes. But before we do, uh, Madam Secretary, can you come in and share what, what, what we are doing on our end here in Indiana? Okay. Um, thank you so much, Mr. President, and thank you so much, the Association um, Presidents that have gone um, before me. Um, what I need to add in really is that um, true leaders always practice the three threes, respect for self, respect for others, responsibility for their actions. And basically, our leaders are there to uh, lead. It's not about themselves, but to lead. As I spoke earlier on, I think um, leaders don't set out to be a leader. They set out to make a difference. Therefore, it's never about the role. It's about the goal. And I know um, President Kazembe spoke about uh, the importance of association setting up the goals. So uh, here in Indiana, actually, uh, some of the goals that we are doing, really, the main objectives of why we have this association is to uh, make sure that we are bringing the community together the promotion of the spirit of Ubuntu is very, very important among us, our people. Also, um, one of our main goals is helping one another during crisis, sicknesses, deaths, incarcerations, or any other runs with the law, hoping that that doesn't happen to anyone, and also other related eventualities. Also, we aim at promoting our Zambian culture through various educational sessions, um, educating our children, especially those who are being born in this country, about the beauty of Zambia. And also, uh, we also have to realize that us who are living in the diaspora, we are, our own, we are our ambassadors of our own country. So we have the duty to make sure that we're educating um, other people that live here in the United States, the importance and the beauty of uh, Zambia and the tourism that's uh, happening there. Uh, also, um, one big thing that we do really is our, com our community um, empowerment. We've set up uh, different uh, community projects that we are doing uh, to making sure that our community are financially literacy, financial independence, and financial or socioeconomic um, developed. Because uh, we believe that uh, when our community are financially empowered, that also improves how we do and run things here in Indiana. Thank you so much. Back to you, Mr. President. Yeah, so thank you, Madam Secretary. So now, just to switch gears a little bit, yeah, so we're going to talk a little bit about the, there are different types of leadership styles. So there is what is called a democratic leadership style, and then there is a autocratic leadership, there is a strategic leadership, there is transformational leadership, and there is transactional leadership. So I know we just we are limited on time. We won't really go into the various uh, uh, differences and things like that. But I just wanted to point out there are different types of leadership styles. And also, there are four types of leadership. Some people are in the directing mode. They direct others. They coach. Others, they support. And others, their leadership style is to delegate. So, when we are discussing leadership, it comes in different packages and sizes. So leadership is not necessarily one size fits all. So when we 
for instance, ourselves in our respective roles that as association president, speaking for myself uh, here in Indiana, our my main responsibility is to ensure that at least I am the number one is the spokesperson for the group for the association, and by that it means that I am communicating effectively with all the channels that we have set up on our end so that at least if there's a message that has been put out there, it's something that at least everybody else has had an opportunity to chip in or at least they fully understand what is being communicated. When we talk about uh, integrity, it's something that, for instance, as a leader, you're supposed to have. And when you talk about uh, ability to delegate that's also another style of leadership and when you of course communication is very key when you are talking about leadership because in any relationship so when we are working with the association we are in other ways having a relationship with that group so having the right way of communicating having the right way of um, relating to others for instance you don't expect a leader to have all the 10 traits that we have out there. For instance, integrity, ability to delegate, communication, self-awareness, gratitude, uh, uh, I mean, learning, agility, influence, empathy, courage, and respect. I think these are some of the main uh, skills, I think traits that everybody has put out there. They may not package them in the same order, but at least as a leader, uh, at least a leader has to have at least some of these traits. So the others have shared that a leader is born. Others feel a leader is somebody who grows up uh, depending on the situation, and just people rise up to the challenge, and then they say, oh, for instance, when you, when you show up in the hospital or somebody has given birth to a baby, the only thing that you know is either it's female or it's male. And then from there, you cannot tell that, oh, this is a leader. Oh, this, is a, this female is a leader. This boy is a leader. So the environment where you grow up, where the baby grows up, shapes the character, the attitude, the behavior. So this is why not to sort of uh, uh, divert so much, this is why in the African circles they talk about uh, it takes a village to raise a child. The meaning behind that is when a child is born in one household, the child is not necessarily born only to that family. Because if I have a little child in my house here, at some point the child is going to get out of the house and go and play with the kid next door, and then there's another kid on the next door and things like that. So the characters the attitudes, the behavior of those kids in that community uh, will influence that child growing up, how the child is going to respond, how that child is going to act. So this is why in the African circles they say it takes a child. This is why families have to be responsible for ensuring that in a given community you root out those behaviors where kids are not I mean, misbehaving because at some point that will also influence the if you have little ones in your in your household so i just wanted just to put that point out there but without taking much time let's go back to uh, 
President Fred. In terms of leadership in this country, now we are sort of jumping our, our association. We're going to, when you look at the bigger picture here in the United States, and when you look at the bigger picture there in Zambia, what would you say is a challenge with us when it comes to leadership as a people? Speak in terms of the situation in Zambia and the situation in the U.S. Thank you uh, for that question. <laughs> you know, that that's a very, very, um, very important question. Uh, when you look at it from a political standpoint and uh, economical standpoint, um, our country, the, the biggest, the biggest advantage we have in this country, in the United States, is the freedom of speech. Um, so, which allows us, as citizens of this country, uh, to be able to criticize and hold our politicians accountable for anything they do, whether it's something right or it's something wrong. Uh, it enables uh, the people of this country to criticize, and, and that's just, you know, that's what goes with any role that you take, and you're a public figure. So that is, that is the first thing that is an advantage over here. Uh, the disadvantage we have in our country, which I love in Zambia, um, is the, the lack of um, freedom of speech. Because uh, when I say freedom of speech, I'm, I'm speaking of uh, individuals being freely, being able to uh, criticize the government or a political person for something they're not doing that is right for something that they're doing that is wrong. Uh, they should be able to speak freely and, and, and pinpoint the things that they believe are wrong, obviously considering you know, the, the, the best respectful approach uh, to communicate you know, the displeasure of those actions or those decisions that have been made. Um, unfortunately, our country is not you know, uh, one of the best in, 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 in not allowing our, our citizens or our, our artists to be able to communicate to say, look, perhaps this is not the rightful way. And, and I think also, you know, at some point it, it, it's also important to know that, um, you know, the economy and the economy here are two different things at the two different levels. So th th I think this is a, a good question that uh, that can be answered in a very, very broad way. I think it's its own subject when we look at the two differences between our countries, but I think most importantly, it's the freedom of speech because then it unpacks all the things that we would highlight uh, should we make that a topic of discussion. Thank you. All right, thank you, sir. So the point for President Fred was uh, communicating there is a leader has to be approachable. So, for instance, some of us in our respective roles, when we error, when we make a mistake, we feel uh, the, the community that we serve, they have the right to approach a leader. So in, when you look at it on a broader scale, freedom of speech should be something that I think uh, our countries back home should be able to freely allow people to express themselves. Because when President Lungu is a leader, so he should be able to listen to what others have to say. So, President Siwiti, how would you respond or anything you want to add on that one in terms of the bigger picture, uh, leadership and uh, presidents? I think uh, um, it, uh, 
Mr. Kazembe hit the nail on the head by saying that the freedom of speech could be some of the disad many disadvantages that our country may have. Uh, but also, uh, to tell you the truth, when we're talking about leadership, you know, you see, leadership is not really about uh, separating morals and uh, and 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 politics or or, or or anything. The morals go hand in hand with leadership. When you look at uh, the morality of the leaders today, whether here in America or even uh, even you know in our country, you know. Morality changes everything in in people's lives. You know, when morals are not followed properly, then even leadership is destroyed. So what, what I would say is that if we look for leadership, let us look for people with high morals. Because when morals are left behind, a lot of cracks are, are you know, appear in in, in in nations, including our country. All right. Thank you, President Siwiti. So morality and leadership. So we've had a leader has to be approachable, freedom of speech, and a leader has to subscribe to a good moral, uh, has to have, I mean, good uh, morals. So President Chibwe, uh, Chibwe, What's your your two cents on this one? Yes, Mr. President, uh, thank you. Um, even I'll bring up an example, even in church. In church, when the, you are appointed or people want to elect you to a position, they will look at whether you are in good standing. It's the same in any leadership role. You need to have integrity. If the integrity is not there, whether you communicate well, then, like um, President in um, California has said, then there are cracks in between. That way, you may not be able if you communicate well or, you know, accept what other people's role is in order to be able to be reached because you don't have the integrity yourself. So integrity in leadership among the other, you know, skills or um, attributes, it's very important, you know, when you're a leader. Um, so when we are choosing leaders, we need to look through and you know, identify people that have integrity in order to lead others. Thank you. Right. Th thank you, uh, Madam Treasurer. There. So we'll go back to the my co-host. Uh, can you speak a little bit on the character of a leader? Okay. Um, thank you so much, Mr. President. Thank you so much, Madam Chibuye, on that important point. So I'm going to talk a little bit of character here. One of the main qualities of a leader is to have good character. As you said, that uh, a person should be um, a person of uh, integrity. So uh, the character really stands a very, very big role here. 
As Dr. Miles Monroe stated, that uh, the character is the most important pa- uh, balance of leadership. Without it, leaders have no safety or protection. So you can have all the qualities that you have, but if your character is questionable, that uh, puts you on a very, very awkward situation. But then um, how are we able to tell that this leader that we are putting into power has good character? Sometimes we learn when they are actually in those positions, like issues of corruption in Zambia and stealing of um, um, finances and uh, uh, neopotism. All those things we learn, we, we start observing when leaders are already in power. That's when we see that they they are corrupt leaders, they are stealing, they are not really uh, functioning the way we want them to function. So character plays a very big role in becoming a good leader. Thank you. All right. Thank you, Madam Secretary. So anyone else who wishes to chip in on the leadership? What makes a good leader? I, I just wanted to, this is Moengu Swidi. I just wanted to add on, you know, when we say leaders are born, uh, really, it's true. Leaders are born, but when you when, and that is actually, you know, for those that are Christians, it's biblical. You know, the only challenge is that you see, leadership really is not really acting and leading human beings. The true leadership is to manage the resources. You know, and and that could include human resources. So and. The, 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 the original creation of God for mankind was to create man as a leader. So we are all really leaders, you know, and, and so that's why sometimes one may say, oh, everybody is born, uh, you know, is not born as a leader. But in actual sense, you know, when God created man, he gave him dominion to, to dominate the earth, to take control of the earth and meaning to take control of the resources and human resources too. So the moment we realize that, then we, 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 we have to understand that the leadership is just a, it's a gift given to us as, as men, and, and I'm including everybody. Yeah, so thank you, uh, President Siwichi there. So uh, the good book, of course, uh, being a Sunday, you can't run away from not uh, quoting scripture. So thank you, President Siwiti, for bringing in the good book. So I think there's a, the Bible is the authority if you're a Christian, and not you don't necessarily have to be a Christian, but I think the Bible has so much to say about leadership. If you read in First Timothy 3, verse 1 to 7, the good book yep. talks about a leader has to be trustworthy. Uh, for one to be an overseer, one has to. The, an overseer must be above reproach. The husband yeah. of one wife. I think, in the context of our uh, where we live, I'm sure people may uh, question that. So the husband of one wife, sober-minded, <laughs> self-controlled, <laughs> respectable, uh, hospitable able to teach, not a drunkard. Of course, I know people may say, no, 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 the Bible is outdated. How can you say that? But I'm just quoting people here. Not violent, uh, but gentle. Not quarrelsome, yeah. not a lover of money. He must manage his own household well with all the dignity, yes. keeping his children in submissive. For if one, if, for if someone does not know how to manage his own household, how will 
he care for God's church. In in other words, Amen. The, Amen. the Bible talks about the, the the character or traits of a a leader. So. Yep. Zambia being a Christian nation and some of us, of course, who subscribe to the Christian faith, uh, there is also some guideline. The point I was trying to make here is that the Bible also has something to say about uh, leadership. So we don't have to just dwell in the Bible. We can go also in the natural world where we live. Uh, leader, there are all kinds of I mean, giants in terms of like, I mean, um, people like Les Brown, Dr. I mean, unfortunately, passed on Dr. Miles Monroe and many others who have written tremendously on the subject. So leadership, it's something that we all aspire to. It's something that, of course, some of us are trying to be an effective leader. But we always have to know that Leadership comes in different forms and different uh, different styles. So, as association president, uh, our respective roles is to ensure that at least we are uh, not only overpowering by uh, having the last word on whatever discussions we are having with our with our groups. We always have to make sure that at least we subscribe to these. Uh, 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 Skills, for instance, integrity. Everybody, I mean, integrity is something that we should all have. Uh, ability to delegate. We should be able to not only be the final person to say this is, I want to do this. No, no. You have to be able to work with your team and sort of have them on board so at least they are part and parcel of the process. Communication. I think this is something that I've seen where. Uh, when somebody uh, sends you a message, communication, text messages, as a leader, you should be able to respond because I think it's actually one of the bad traits of a, a leader is not being able to respond to communication. So as a leader, we should be able to make sure that at least we are not only re representing ourselves, but we are the... Uh, the channel or rather the symbol for our our community so uh, communication is key in every relationship so let's make sure that at least as leaders we're able to uh, utilize that i think now we live in a world where communication you just don't have to travel you can just text just type with the fingers and on your phone you're able to communicate Self-awareness, you have to know your limits as a leader. You, uh, we don't, uh, some of us, I don't know everything. I rely on others to help in certain areas. So grat gratitude, we should be, uh, be able to celebrate the roles of other people when they come to, I mean, be part of this uh, associations and because they are different, just it's not only the president, it's the vice president, the secretary, the treasurer, and others. A leader has to uh, be flexible. You have to learn from others. You don't know everything. I don't claim to know everything. And of course, the big one is influence. You should be able to influence the people in the right direction, get to be able to pull and pull at the same time because leadership is also about managing. You have to manage uh, 
your, your people. And, of course, empathy. We live in a strange world. I mean, there's all kinds of craziness going on. As a leader, you have to be able to be sensitive to what is happening. And courage. Courage, of course, you have to stand up for what you know is right. And above all, you have to be respectful to your community and to uh, the, everyone else in your, I mean, in your, within the sound of your voice. So, ladies and gentlemen, we've come to the end of our program you know, when you're having fun, time flies so fast. So, ladies and gentlemen, this is the end of our program. So, we just want to thank everyone for taking time to be on this call. Uh, look look forward to another discussion next week, Sunday. And for now, it's thank you all. Thank you, President Fred. Thank you, Madam Joyce. Thank you, uh, my co-host. And thank you, Mr. Ndebele, for taking time to spend with us on this radio show. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you Thank for having you. me. Bye. Thank you. Come on, dear mama.